0: well there, you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Talk show. Recorded live. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you. All the things you've done for me I just want to thank you Jesus I just want to thank you You've been so very good to me I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you. been so good to me.
2: Greetings, saints, once again in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people
1: all over the world. Thank you, Lord. I just do thank you.
0: I just... saints, we greet each of you once again in the name of Jesus Christ, our
2: precious Lord and Savior. We thank God for another day, another opportunity to study his uh, sacred and holy scriptures. We praise God for all that he is and all that he has done in our lives. God has been very good to us, and he's worthy of all of our glory, all of the honor, all of the praise. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we are working on our most recent topic
0: entitled, Same Thing, Different Results. Uh, gotten very different And what the Lord has in my spirit immediately is
2: that regardless of what we do, the result uh, depends on God and depends on what God has has chosen and and decreed. Um, Proverbs tells us that to man belong the plans of the heart, but the reply of the tongue comes from the Lord. You know, there were many individuals that were put in tombs during the days of Lazarus, but Lazarus was raised from the dead. Uh, Scripture talks about how there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, but, uh, you know, Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath. So, you know, just because individuals and God is flashing in my spirit now how that the Israelites went into the Red Sea when it was parted and walked through on dry ground. The Egyptians went into the Red Sea when it was parted, couldn't even hardly drive their chariots. The wheels were falling off. They were having all kinds of problems. So same thing, same thing does not always bring about the same results for, for uh individuals or different individuals, but, you know, uh, as we do things uh, the way God has instructed and when God has instructed, uh, we will see great blessing. We looked at capital A in our outline, deep water, Luke chapter 5, verse 4, Genesis chapter 7, verse 11, deep water brought about a great blessing for the disciples. Uh, Luke chapter 5 and verse 4, but deep water also brought about the death of nearly everyone in humanity in Genesis chapter 6 and verse that capital B and I, I, I outlined yesterday wise men and sorcerers and, and oftentimes wise men and sorcerers uh, will do some things that look a lot like what God is doing um, but we know that you know, it is not. Now, we, we're having problems here with our our um, video broadcast. We've got another network provider, and it is not working quite like we want it to.
0: But uh, you just have to bear with us, Saints, as we are, are trying to. Uh, we looked at
2: Exodus chapter 7 and verse 11, and,
0: and yesterday we also looked at Exodus chapter 8, verse. particular topic today. All right, we
2: want to look at uh, Exodus chapter 17 and verse 6. We are actually spending a lot of time in the book of Exodus. It's like God has a lot to say to us. Good morning, good morning. God has to say to us from the book of Exodus, uh, water from the rock. Now, there are a couple of terms that we want to uh, understand before we get into this. We want to understand the term uh, Massa, and we want to understand the term Meribah, Massa and Meribah. Now, Massa means testing, testing. Meribah means quarreling, quarreling. Now, these are two terms that God used to describe the state of his people in our select scriptures. Exodus chapter 17, verse 6. All right, the Lord said to Moses, I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the place what? Massah, which means what? Testing. Now the reason why he called it Massah or Testing because the people tested the Lord there. They tested the Lord there. They they tested his patience, they tested his his generosity, they tested, they tested him there. You know, Moses named the place Massa and Marilla and Meribah and he also the people all sorrowed with the Lord there. So these are these are two states that we want to stay away from as we deal with God. We don't want to be tested in God. God doesn't have to prove himself to you, to me, or to nobody else. He is who he is. He does what he does. What we have to learn how to do is to be patient and wait on him, or make sure that we position ourselves so that he is going to do what he said he's going to do. Because that's what God is going to do, what he said he's going to do. Because if God did, did anything other than what he said he was going to do, then he'd be a liar, and he's not a man that he should lie. All right, so we've got those two terms, Massah and Meribah, water from the rock. Now, what we're going to see here as we, as we study this particular subtopic is we have two instances
0: in the nation of Israel. The tragic thing about that is that 40 years later, the
2: people were still behaving in some of the ways that they were behaving when they first came out of Egypt. So all that time spent in the wilderness, all that time spent watching the miraculous provisions of God, and the people basically still hadn't learned anything. Now, it goes back to what God told Moses in Exodus 32 and 9. God said, look, I've seen these people. Understand that some people not going to change. Now, we got to, we got to understand this. Now, and and when God tells you that or reveals that, this is not a decision that we ought to come to on our own. But we have to be sensitive to the spirit because the Bible even tells you, and and God is bringing in my spirit now, the book of Titus chapter 3 verse 10. Titus, Titus chapter 3 verse 10 says this, Warn a divisive man once, then a second time. After that, have nothing to do with him. Warn a divisive man, uh, you know, an individual they want to, you know, present some contrary, uh, warn them once. Warn them a second time. Then the Bible stat has nothing else to do with it. You can be sure that such a person is warped and self-condemned. All right, so we've got to understand that, that, that just as God will have us enter into, into lies and, and God will have us withdraw. And God was trying to do this with Moses in 32 and Exodus 32 and 9. Moses didn't want to do it. So let's look at what we got here. So the nation of Israel has left Egypt. The Bible says in, in Exodus 17 and 1, the whole Israelite community set out from the desert of sin, traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim but there was no water for the people to drink. Now, understand that you're going to experience some referems in your life. Rephidims. Now, these are places where uh, God doesn't give us everything that we, we want right when we want it. Place of Rephidim. It's a place where God is really testing you. God is really checking you out to see how, You're going to behave. See how you're going to respond. Rephidim, the people camped in Rephidim, but there was no water. So God said, all right, let me see how you behave now. It's much like, you know, uh, and what the Lord is bringing to my spirit now is the Bible says in Proverbs, the rich have many, what, friends, but the poor are shunned by even their own relatives. The rich have many friends. Why? Because people want something. They want something. They want to get something. But the poor are shunned, even their own relatives. Be Like, no, I don't want to have nothing to do with that. All right? So now what we're seeing here is God is testing these people. He's testing his people. He, he directs them to this place called Rephidim, camps them there, sits them right there, and then doesn't, doesn't give them any water. God said, all right, let me see what's in your heart. Because God be sitting back saying, look, I already know what's in your heart. But God said, what I want to do is I want to see it come up out of your mouth.
0: Yeah. With Moses and said,
2: give a water to drink. Moses replied, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? Now, what the people didn't understand was that by quarrelling with Moses, they were quarrelling with God. Quarrelling with with God's ordained leadership. Quarreled. Now they couldn't see just like, but they could see Moses. So they, so when you know people on on what, and I had to share this with with one of the saints, you know, at the at the division of social services. There's been a lot of changes that the government has made regarding help for people that that are underprivileged. But, you know, and as these laws are passed down, many of the government workers have to to share this information with the people who receive services. But the people, they can't see President Obama. They can't see Congress. They can't see the senators, but they can see you all at that office. And that's who they will oftentimes launch their attack against. People couldn't see God, but they could see Moses, and they launched their attack at Moses because now they're feeling like, Moses, why you didn't give us water to drink? As if now Moses has got, can, can pull out water for uh, uh, maybe three million people. Moses replied, why do you quarrel? Then he came back and said, why do you put the Lord through the test? The Bible says, but the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled against Moses. They said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt? You could have stayed in Egypt. Two for the matter. You didn't have to come out of Egypt. You could have stayed. You chose to come. You chose to follow Moses out. See. Never complain about, and, and this is something we want to keep in mind, we never want to complain about a situation we have chosen. I think about this 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 internet that we have jumped on. Look at it, the, the picture's off right now. I'm just as upset with this this internet as I possibly can. Video call has been ended. Here we are. We can't even make a made a broadcast. But it's a choice that I made. I'm the one that signed the contract. I'm the one that 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 elected to have it. But the same way, you know, I made this choice. I'm going as as quickly as possible. I'm going to unmake this choice and get rid of it. Take whatever penalty, whatever fine, got to be done but I want this Internet out of here because it's sorry. It doesn't work. It's good for nothing. We see we're supposed to be making our broadcast look at it. It's telling me that, that the connection has been lost. Now, so rather than complain about choices we make, what we need to do is do something about the choices that we have made. Why did you bring us out of Egypt to make us and our children and our livestock die of thirst?
0: Then Moses cried out to the Lord, what am I to do with these people? And the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. Now, not a staff.
2: Now, now keep in mind the staff, because the staff is symbolic. As you read about the story of Moses, the staff is symbolic of the power of God Operating through this great leader. Now you and I, as children of God, today we have a staff. It, the staff was what Moses used, Moses and Aaron used to to supply needs, to uh, to do, to take care of situations where they found themselves, you know, whatever difficult place they found themselves in. God would have a take the staff, get to the Red Sea, take the staff. Need to uh, you know, uh, want What's that in your hand? The first, One of the first questions God asked Moses but when he called Moses into the, to the ministry was Moses was like, how are they going to believe? Who, how, what are they going to say? God said, what's that in your hand? Now, now, Moses said, what? A staff. When God, way back in Exodus chapter, should be around Exodus chapter 3. Now, this is very, very important here because what God is showing us here is that, you know, we don't realize what we have all the time. Exodus chapter 4, when God began to call Moses and ask, you know, trying to get Moses to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, let uh, God's people go, Moses answered, Exodus chapter 4, verse 1, Moses said, what if they do not
0: believe me or listen to me?